what are we talking about today? We are talking about weddings. And welcome to a special episode of Steph's Status Update. I am joined by my wonderful partner. She is going to, like we said, talk about weddings with me today. It's going to be, um, I don't know, maybe some fun, I guess. Are you ready? Yes. No, are you ready, ready? Yes. I, I think she's ready, ready, ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you kick this off. It was your idea. So I'm just a passenger in this uh, podcast. Okay. So we are coming into wedding season. So spring into summer is the biggest time for weddings. And mm-hmm. um, I guess we should start with, have you been to lots of weddings? Yeah, well, not recently. Uh, not recently. Not in the last couple of years, I think. I've either annoyed a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> in my old age, or I people are just... Most of my friends are married, I guess. Actually, to be honest, no, 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 think about it. A lot of my friends are already married, so yeah, I, I think I've run out of unless I make new friends and then they end up meeting new people and then they get married. But yeah, I've been to a good few in the past, um, but not not only I think in the last I want to put a number on it, but I know if I do, someone's gonna text me and say, I heard that podcast, you said you didn't go to any weddings, you went to mine. I'm like, yeah, I totally forgot your wedding. So we don't any need that. Memorable weddings? Yes. Actually, there's been a few. <laughs> Woo! There's been a few memorable weddings. Um, one, I'm gonna just mention one for now. I'll, I'll do the rest as we go along. But there was one wedding I went to where, and this this is this might annoy a lot of people, not people that have been to and have been to their weddings. I went to a wedding, it was an Asian wedding, and the there's one thing particular in particular, the lamb that they cooked was beyond fantastic it was like the best no it was the so, no, hang on i asked you about memorable weddings and what you're actually talking about is food no but, that, carry on. but that's why i remember the wedding so much <laughs> that that wedding is like an anchor for, that sorry that food is like an anchor for that wedding for me so i remember the the lamb and it sparks off the memory, the rest of the memories of the wedding, okay. which is great. It was a it was a lovely wedding, beautiful service, very traditional, as in it was tra- traditional Asian wedding, but they had elements of um, you know European Christian Christian kind of type style of wedding as well, but the food was just beyond crazy good, and the lamb in particular was on point to the point where I ended up asking for more and more and more one of the key things listeners you might want to know here is that i absolutely detest lamb it's my least favorite meat and i, I just can't i don't like the smell of it i don't know like the texture i don't like this he loves lamb so this clearly is a sticking point for him <laughs> okay i don't get to eat lamb a lot you can eat it i'm just not going to be around you while you do that's fine that's love all right <laughs> moving on um so i I think, like most people, I've been to weddings where it's your friend getting married, mm-hmm. and I've been to weddings where it's more of an acquaintance or your partner's friend or a friend of a friend or it's a colleague or something like this. Yep. And I think there are clear points in weddings 
where you're going to not be scored on. That's the wrong phrase. It's not like people are taking note, but they are taking note. They are taking note. They are taking note. They definitely take note. But the key things that people remember are the ceremony itself, the bride's dress, the uh, overall look of the wedding, Mm -hmm. the length of the wedding, food, as Steph has just um, pointed out, and then any sort of entertainment or fun (coughs) of the wedding. And the reason that I'm interested in talking about weddings is because in my other life, I work as a registrar. And so uh, I have been to, I'd say hundreds of weddings now, specifically the ceremony part where I usually conduct the ceremonies as in the person who marries the couple or I'm the person making the legal record of the ceremonies. So I have done all kinds. I've done the civil ceremonies and your traditional ones in the registry office. Basically what she's saying is she's the boss man. (laughs) (laughs) At your wedding. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am deciding if you're getting married or not. Yeah, so you are the boss. Um, I've done lots in hotels. I've done big, huge weddings, uh, small, intimate ones. Mm -hmm. And so from my years of experience now, I have come up with some top tips for people who are getting married. AKA Amy Santiago. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know that reference, (laughs) if you don't know that reference, that's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the character Amy Santiago, who is, um, she's like OCD. She's got, you know, she's super organized. Um, She gets annoyed when things are out of place or are just wrong. And yes, you're you're laughing because it's true. (laughs) Because Amy Santiago, this person sitting next to me is Amy Santiago, the whole, this whole episode. And we're about to get the, um, yeah, the, the meat, the bulk of it, the lamb. Ugh. Well, okay. So I'm coming at it from the point of view as someone who is watching hundreds and hundreds of ceremonies happen. So if you think about all ceremonies, they're all going to have the same elements to them, which is the legal part the registrar is gonna essentially get you married mm-hmm. and anything other than that is nice to have but not necessary to have so the legal things you must have are you must give your 28 days notice you must be able and free to be married i.e not committing bigotry for example you must um be willing to undertake the verbal vows and people mm-hmm. don't understand that marriage is a verbal contract so the point where you actually get married is the point where you say the words it is not the point where you sign the wedding schedule which okay. used to be called the wedding certificate so when you say those words you are then married and you must have two witnesses and you must have two registrars at your wedding apart from that everything else is technically unnecessary no way you're joking <laughs> So what, party poppers and little cute kids? <laughs> you don't need them. Uh, maybe a little dog. Definitely don't need. Don't them. you don't you don't need a dog? <laughs> what? Did you mean to tell me just like two registrars and two witnesses yeah. and that is it? That's it. No. And it must Mm-mm. take place in a place that is licensed for weddings. So the current current UK law is that it must be a licensed venue that will be changing in the future. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, you can't just do it any old where it has to be in a space that has been licensed. Right. So apart from that, you don't need anything. So as a result, and I have watched many couples overcomplicate weddings to the point where they stress themselves out. And I would start by saying that I think 
Most people are either nervous, excited, stressed, happy, anxious. Guilty. When they go to a wedding. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've not been married. <laughs> so um, people, it's already a, a space for a heightened emotion. Um, and then when you add more and more and more things on top of it, it's more and more things that just increase that anxiety. So I would always say the cleaner and the closer to your original idea, the better. And I think what happens is a lot of couples, depending on their backgrounds and their circumstances, often feel obliged to incorporate things that their parents want or the future in-laws want yep. or their friends want or family wants. And the wedding sort of gets bigger and bigger as a result of trying to keep the peace between all these people. So I would always say that it's the couple's wedding. So what it should be as close to their ideal wedding as possible. So mm -hmm. as a consequence, I have some tips on, these aren't all my tips, but these are some of my tips. Yes, Amy. <laughs> so when you're thinking about your venue, mm -hmm. don't forget that you can use the registrar's office of the local town hall, but you can also look in your borough to see which venues have been licensed. So this could be a hotel, it could be a chapel, it could be a deconsecrated chapel, for example. It could be anywhere that has a license. And you don't have to have a venue to impress someone. You should have a venue that... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That doesn't... No. Because the reason I say this yeah. is sometimes couples feel that using a registry office is somehow not as fancy. It's weak! As, say, the Dorchester or the Connaught or the Brits or a fancy London hotel. Yeah, because you need to be fancy at your wedding, don't you? Well, it depends. So whatever your room is licensed for, so let's say you want, you're only going to have 20 people at your wedding. Do yeah. you need a massive, massive room, ballroom that's licensed for 100 people? Yes, just in case you <laughs> invite another 80 more people. You never know. You never know. So you should always think about the space in proportion to the number of your guests. Don't listen to her. Splash the cash. Well, you can do what you want with your money. I'm just saying that it looks a bit weird to have 10 people in a ballroom for 100. No, and I agree. I'm just being silly, but I'm just saying splash the cash. Um, I also think that when it comes to, and this is specifically for people who are wearing or choosing to wear long dresses or veils which touch the floor when you're thinking about your outfit for the day think about the kind of flooring that you have in the venue for example i did a wedding in an old theater mm -hmm. and it was wooden floorboards and the bride had the most beautiful long lace dress and veil and they kept snagging on the rough wood. So every few yards, her head was being yanked back from the rail catching on the rough wooden floor. Oh dear. And equally, if you're thinking of wearing, you know, beautiful high heels or something, have a think about what flooring you're going to be walking on. Is it going to be soft like a carpet? Is it going to be bouncy? Is it going to be slippery? Do you have lots of stairs to go up? Are you taking the lift? This is a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. It's, it's I'm already stressed about the day as it is, you know, I've got to think about wardrobe too. Yeah, because, and also, if you choose to have, let's say you're having part of the ceremony or the celebration in a field, rustic style, mm -hmm. you don't want your beautiful dress dragging in the mud and your silk shoes being coated in manure forevermore. 
So really have a think about the type of ground you'll be standing on when you're picking your outfit. And that goes for brides and grooms and grooms and grooms and brides and brides. So really think about it. When you're picking your outfit, so yeah, you've got to think that far in advance. Yeah, so you would have your, you need to have your venue sorted, um, probably, depending on the wait list for venues, somewhere around a year to six months in advance. Okay, all right, all right. And then if you're having a dress made to measure or couture or you're ordering it from China, it could take months before it arrives and then you might want to have alterations. So your dress kind of needs to flow with the venue. For example, as well, another one is I did a wedding in a very fancy London hotel. And when the bride walked down the aisle, her dress was so wide, it couldn't fit down the aisle. So she had to go sideways like a crab. Not ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's not funny. So having to think about how your physicality of what you're wearing is going to handle on the day. Also, don't wear anything so uncomfortable that you're going to be pulling at it during the service and hitching up a strap or you know if it's too tight to breathe and you know you want you're going to be wearing that dress the majority of the day it needs to look good in the photos but I think also really finding something you're comfortable in because if you're constantly jiggling and shifting Mm -hmm. during the ceremony it's really distracting for whatever you're wearing okay so I I want to talk about something not necessarily the wedding well the wedding day per se but more the fun kind of part of the wedding okay so i want to ask my question is have you been to a wedding where the dj has been terrible and (laughs) have you been to a wedding where the dj has been absolutely spectacularly bonkers bananas good well there's two answers so normally by the time that the party is happening the registrars have left okay so when you are having a registrar at your wedding you actually always have to have two you have to have a deputy superintendent registrar and you have to have a deputy registrar okay take off your registrar's hat you're a civilian at a wedding (laughs) uh well i don't like djs oh fine okay but also i'm not a fan of string quartets i like a harp no i mean it's got strings (laughs) <laughs> but you know a whole string quartet and, there's, and it takes ages and I mean it's very beautiful but I just feel like I've been to so many weddings that it's all the same really? yeah I don't think you've been to enough weddings <laughs> <laughs> for you to be saying that okay. well, it's all very personal isn't it because the music I like will be very different like some of the fun weddings I've worked at have been where the bride has entered or the groom has entered too I know the Beatles Yellow Submarine or something because it has special memories for that particular couple mm-hmm. and then it's usually referenced in a speech or a vow so I sometimes think I, I got so fed up of um once you know that music in Bridgerton oh yeah yeah, yeah I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. apologies um, for not knowing the um actual time are you talking about the not the music yeah, I don't like know the when Bridgerton starts oh okay so the actual theme music not not the, not the, the cover not the cover music that they use no the theme music the Bridget- yes I know what you're talking about but then they also have a bunch of covers yeah yeah right? which when, are good whenever they have a ball yeah I like those right every single wedding I've done in the past two years has that music what the the cover or the Bridgerton the th- oh, okay yeah that would be annoying so it's lovely and I understand why people choose it mm-hmm. um, and that's fine it's each the each the own, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of DJs and wedding parties and music and stuff, mm. um, I've I've been to a lot of weddings 
and not I haven't been to a lot of weddings where the DJs have been rubbish or not good. I've been to a lot of weddings where the DJs have been really, really good. And if you go to a kind of wedding that I've that I go to sometimes because I've got a lot of friends from the Caribbean community, African community, usually and it's not isn't the reason why I go to these weddings, but you will hear the candy. Yes. No, it's not the candy. <laughs> The candy dance. <laughs> the candy shop. That's 50%. No. So basically, it's it's cameo and it's the candy song. Yeah, the can- I said that. You said the candy dance. Oh, I think we both knew what I meant. Listen, I know what you meant. I was just oh being God. picky. But anyway, so yes. So that dance is, it's like, it's basically, it's kind of, it looks like a line dance um, that you'd see in the States, but it's like, it's not, it's, it's different. And we can, we've done it on skates. So I've done it on skates at skate parties before. Yeah. I've done it at weddings. Um, I always muck around with it because because if you get, you get to know it well enough, you know where to move and what to do, and you can add extra steps. And it's just a cool dance to do at a wedding, and it's fun. And it's usually round about. It's after the groom and the bride and groom have done their dance, probably about an hour or so into the whole party kind of vibe. They'll put this on and I guarantee you a, a, a whole bag of people will get up and leave their seats. If they're eating their food, they'll be like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> put, their, put their knives and forks down, go, and they'll dance to this song. So, yes, parties at weddings are important, but they're not the be-all and end-all. So back to your list. And also, I would say that that is probably... the. Getting everybody on the dance floor is probably similar to back in the eighties when everyone got up to like locomotion. Oh, you know that. Oh no, everyone would. Who did that? Well, not me because I was too young. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a dance now, music now, um, that would get everybody. I mean, all those traditional things like "Come on, Eileen." Yeah. Oh, that that I think "Come on, Eileen" is still "Come on, Eileen" is still up there. I think it's uh, definitely in the top ten. But um, depending on what part of the globe the bride and groom are for, they're going to play certain music that's, that's, you know, um, that they prefer or that they like or that is really big in the community. So if it was, say, a uh, African wedding, it might be um, some Afro beats or something more traditional and then everybody knows it. But if I was there being from my parents from Jamaica, I would not know what the hell the music is. But everyone's going wild over it. I'll just probably get up and dance too, or try to. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not ready. What's going on? But this sounds cool. Uh, so back to my top tip list. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised at how people forget crucial pieces of information. So when you give notice as a couple with your intent to marry, you will be asked basic identifying details such as your name, your address, your date of birth, Mm -hmm. your parents' details. And when you come to the wedding day, one of the registrars, the deputy registrar, will ask you to confirm all this information. That's just to make sure that we're marrying the right people. But also, you could have had a birthday, you could have had a name change, you could have moved uh, address in the time between you giving notice and you getting married. And those things are really important because that's going on your legal documentation which is your marriage schedule right so we want to get those right so one of the questions asked and people can choose if they wish to give the answer is things like your parents full name and you will be amazed at the amount of people who do not know their parents full 
name. Particularly, grooms forgetting their mum's middle names. I'm sitting here now just trying to remember my parents' names. I know them. Can you spell them correctly? I'm not asking um, you to do it. I'm asking if you can. Yeah. Hang on. Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. I have to think about that one. So I've had quite a few people on the day just completely panic about this information. Like they know they know it, but it's just, you know, zipped out of their head and the pressure of the day. And I've had grooms having to call their own mums from different rooms to get to check how to spell their <laughs> mum's names. So when you come to that, I would suggest you either are really confident in it or you have it written down somewhere ready to go in case you just have one of those moments and you forget that kind of crucial information. Yeah. I've also had a groom that forgot his own middle name and his sister was the one who noticed it on the marriage schedule. So that was embarrassing for him. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Yep. Um, another top tip is usually one of the couples might have a bouquet in their hands uh, when they walk down the aisle and this is quite useful because if you're nervous about what to do with your hands and you're a bit scared and you just don't know where to place your hands holding a bouquet is quite useful because it gives you something to do with your hands the downside is that if you have a beautiful bouquet of let's say very delicate flowers if you are nervous and you are shaking, you will shake those petals onto the floor <laughs> like an impromptu yeah. um, confetti. Okay. So I would suggest when you get to your spouse to be at the end of the aisle, you either put the flowers down on the table that will be in front of you where the registrar is sat, or you hand your bouquet to a bridesmaid or a groomsman or a mum or something. Not me though. Anyone. And then you take your spouse's hands in yours so you can be connected during the ceremony. And then if you're shaking, it will kind of be hidden a little bit. So, and it's all nice, isn't it, to hold your partner's hands during the ceremony? It, yeah. is, it is nice to hold your partner's hands during exactly. the ceremony. We're not holding hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're holding hands, We're right, holding now. hands right now. Um, now, and another thing is that obviously the bride at this point will not need a handbag. Why not? Because she's holding her partner's hands, and what are you going to do with a handbag on the aisle? A lot. Nothing. So you give that to someone else to hold for you as well. But the groom or bride or whoever it is should have someone on their person. And I say groom because usually men have more pockets in their clothing than women's clothing. Stuff it with tissues because I guarantee you. If your spouse-to-be doesn't cry, you will cry. And nobody wants running mascara on beautiful ivory dresses or whatever. So always overestimate how many tissues you think you're going to need and just stuff every pocket full of tissues. Okay, my, i got a question to that. Mm. What's the point in me stuffing lots of tissue when I can just have a packet of tissues in my pocket? Because what happens is, and I've seen this so many times, those little packets of tissues have what? Potentially five to ten tissues. More than five, easily. No, you know, they're slimline ones because you're not going to have a massive Kleenex thing. You're going to have. No, I'm talking about, yeah, but then it's not five. It's more than that. Don't argue with me. I'm arguing with you. No, first of all, you're assuming that packet is a brand new packet. Quite often they aren't. It's whatever packet they've had lying around. So there's sometimes like two tissues left. Second of all, when it comes to getting it out of that little plastic thing with the sticky thing, you Mm -hmm. know. This is when, if you're the person getting married and your hands are sweating and you're shaking and you're hot, the last thing you want to do is be fumbling around for a few minutes in front of me and in front of all your guests trying to get a tissue out. Just have one folded up, neatly, ready to go. 
Trust me. Uh, I have trust my reservations. Me. Well, I've seen it lots of times, so just trust me on this. Just make it easy on yourself. And then, uh, what else was I going to say? When you come to do your vows, because the legal requirements are that you have to state your name and give the vows, mm -hmm. do it in a nice, loud voice. Why? Because legally, your two witnesses and the two registrars need to hear it. If you don't say it loud enough, they'll ask you to repeat. <laughs> you better listen close. <laughs> yeah. And also, if your videographer or people recording on their phones don't pick it up, that's a bit of a shame. And also, sometimes people get so nervous that their voices really drop to a very quiet whisper. And people are listening out for that moment where you say, I do or I will. That's like one of the big key points in ceremony. And if they can't hear that, it's a real shame. I do. Well, I've had some grooms like cry, whisper it. So, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just. No, it's because it's very emotional, and they just come with emotions. So. Yeah, no, I agree. But you get. I mean, I guess in the moment, people are going to be nervous. They're going to forget stuff, and yes, they may even forget their names, and they might even forget to speak up. Well, one of the ways you can get around this is if it's either a large wedding or it's in a, a, a large venue. And you have a videographer, you can have them affix a small mic to both the bridegroom and the registrar conducting so that those moments won't be lost and you don't feel like you're having to shout. But I have the amount of couples I've had that speak in a normal voice throughout the whole ceremony and then it comes to that part and they sound like a little mouse whispering. And then I have to make them say it again because nobody heard it and then they get even quieter, it gets even more embarrassing. Just practice saying out loud to yourself, nice and loud. I do, I will, whatever. <laughs> because you'd be amazed. Uh, I think it's, it's so emotionally stressful. Uh. And people are so happy, it just drops. So, okay. these are not my only top tips. I have many, many more top tips, but I think we're running out of time. So, if you would like more of my amazing Amy Santiago wedding top tips. Ah, oh, it's sticking. She's calling herself Amy Santiago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Carry on. Then... Well, you've ruined it now. <laughs> <laughs> then you can request more wedding top tips. And you could write in or email in. E emailing? Oh! I don't know. However people could get in contact with you. Okay. Yeah, they can. They and can do that. And you can ask very specific wedding-related questions and I will help. Okay. So you're going to be the wedding whisperer now. <laughs> that sounds so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go around weddings whispering. I, I, I'm the wedding whisperer. <laughs> Uh, what ruined what? <laughs> if you want to, yeah, you can email in and ask her questions. I'll leave the links and I'll leave the way for you to get in touch in the episode description. Thank you very much for your time. It's been very interesting. I didn't know a lot of this stuff and I didn't think that it would be this intricate or difficult to get <laughs> married. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. You can make it as easy as you want or as stressful as you want. It's entirely up to you. All right. I'll leave, we'll leave it to someone else. Okay. All right. Fine. Bye then. All right. Bye.